Oh, wow. Yay. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer. That's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't send going shopping. That's gayish. Oh, gayish. You're probably gayish. Yeah, if you know it, sing along. That's fine. stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. Your crowd listens to you. <laughs> the, we are the podcast that is picturing you all in only your jock straps. Yeah. Oh, my. Especially that bartender. Too Where'd late, he go? buddy, already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, we're going to talk about, I'm not telling you, because we don't tell you in the live show, for no reason whatsoever, we keep it a secret for the first couple of minutes and then have a big reveal. Uh, uh, we're here with Derek and Romaine, uh, fr- of Derek and Romaine, from the Derek and Romaine Network, doing That's the Derek right. and Romaine Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot, we have a lot of brand extensions. I don't know. I, 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 it's vertical or something, right? Like sure, okay. We just keep doing? climbing. <laughs> it's like a Jenga tower, actually. Like every time we have a new piece, it could all fall apart. Sure, I get that. Which is why I'm glad we're here with you. <laughs> a new piece. <laughs> so excited. Uh, we, we are we are live at the Hula Hula here in Seattle, Washington, uh, which is the second stop on our sixth birthday tour. We're doing six cities, and this one we were too lazy to go anywhere. We just <laughs> drove across town. Yay! Yeah, yeah. But then uh, again, so were some of you. Right, Thanks yeah. for taking a half day at work, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but w- welcome to Seattle. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about this crazy cruise that you're on. Uh, like our, our listeners don't probably know. Well, they should join us on a cruise. Let me start by saying that. Because as they're sitting here in the bar with all these fun people that are Derek and Romaine listeners, they could be going on a cruise with all of these people and having a great time. Yeah. I like right? that idea. Right? Yeah. So... Uh, a little bit about the Derek and Romaine cruise. Uh, we like to cruise, Derek and I, and we like to drink. Derek, well, I do. Derek less. Uh, and we like to have a good time and eat at a buffet 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so cruising made sense for us. And then we thought, well, if we're going to go cruising, why don't we just have our friends and listeners join us? And then it's a big gay cruise, and it's super fun, and that's why we do it. I love that cruising means something different when you add a lesbian. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> She knows how to cruise. I do. <laughs> I cruise very well. I like to cruise without my wife or my child. Unfortunately, on this trip, or fortunately, I brought my child. So this is a mother-daughter cruise that we're doing, which will be fun. Great. Well, we picked a juicy topic for oh, you yeah. all to go into. <laughs> uh, so because a lot of you are Derek and Remain listeners and maybe haven't heard our show, uh, this is a very not-safe-for-work show. So if you're not ready to hear... Uh, adult topics, the door's over that way. Um, uh, that's totally what they're used say, to. Like, uh, Derek and Romain, well, I guarantee actually. we're more filthy than you. I, boy, that's is a, that a challenge? Or yes. sure. bring, okay. it, bring it on! Oh. Bring it on! I like that. I like that. <laughs> Um, so let's see. Uh, the show is about gay stereotypes. It's an hour and a half each week. Uh, episodes drop on Thursday. And we try to pick apart a uh, gay stereotype each week just to say, you know, not everything about gay culture necessarily fits everybody all the time. And that's OK. There's no wrong way to be gay uh, unless you're a Republican. Um, <laughs> please take as many selfies and videos as you can and send them to Derek. Uh, Not me. The other Derek. The other Derek. Our Derek, sorry. Yeah, this is a bone of contention, I have to say, about this Derek and other Derek business. Is other Derek spelled correctly? It is also spelled the same way. So we're going to need a new name while we're here. You keep trying to change his name. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, this is like two families getting together. It's like Thanksgiving. And and just like Thanksgiving, I'm going to get through it by drinking. Um, Um, uh, How many of you are just gayish listeners? Great. Okay. Excellent. And uh, you know, you could have clapped so that we yeah, could have heard how many audio podcast. Yeah, we're new. We're, we're still figuring this out. They're literally putting yeah. their hands up in the air like good little students. So everyone at home is like, "Oh no, no one from Gayish is in the audience." Wow. Good job, guys. We have, we have good tons job. of listeners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try again with applause. Great. great. How many of you <laughs> just listened to Gayish? Great. Okay, that's a Before couple. Before I could have said it was 500 people. Now yeah. we have audio yeah. proof. Of the, like, thank, thank you for that. Yeah. 500 mimes. Five. <laughs> We're really big in the mime community. Um, uh, how many of you just listened to, to Derek and Remain and never heard us before? 
Okay, that's a good How number. How many of you thought you were here for karaoke today? <laughs> yes, me! Me, me. I'm here for karaoke. Uh, and how many of you listen to both? That's good. That's good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, And uh, are there any straight people here today? Round of applause. Yes. Oh my God. Happy Pride, straight people. (laughs) We're so glad to see you. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah. Good. It's about about what you thought. (laughs) Uh, That's about what I thought. I know how you said this is like. Uh, Thanksgiving with like yeah. another family and everything. So when we were getting ready to do this show, our show and the Gayish podcast together, uh, I was thinking that uh, it might be like having a four-way. Mm. Oh. Um, but it might actually be more like two couples having sex in the same bed at the same time. Oh. <laughs> so we'll see. You guys, are we we'll having ask sex? you at the I end of the we're show. we're actively having sex. I think we are. Think this is a four-way or two couples having sex in the same bed at the same time. We'll leave that up to the audience. Okay. Doing some parallel play? <laughs> That's what There's I'm saying. A, is that what yes, this is? Yes, I think so. I think my hand brushed How am thigh. I the only woman in this? Oh, God. She <laughs> likes being the star. Uh, well... <laughs> Something has a, I have a feeling that it's going to go well into your topic of the day. Yeah. Speaking of which, is it, is it topic time? Is it topic yeah. reveal time? So for our live shows, again, we keep our topic a secret for absolutely no good fucking reason whatsoever. We're going to count you down three, two, one. Kyle's going to reveal the topic, and I want the whole audience to yell it back at us, please. Are you ready for that? Can you follow instructions? I can, we can do that. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Boom. <laughs> That's I have right. two very nice boobs. Thank you. Yes. Well, we were, you. we were hoping that you would bring them. I did. Uh, uh, so we could talk about it. Yeah, we're going to talk about boobs today. Um, I love yeah. boobs. Well, you know, okay. the, can I tell you the other day? I know I'm interrupting, but no. can I tell you the other day? <laughs> I had a, I had a, I was, I was sitting down at the farm by my house. The listeners know. And um, there was a young lesbian there. And one of the other lesbians at the farm. Evidently, there's a lot of lesbians at the farm. One of the other lesbians it's said, farm. said, why do, why do you like <laughs> boobs? And so this girl says this out loud. She goes, why do I like boobs? And without missing a beat, I said, because they're warm and soft. That's why we like boobs. They are warm and soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle is going to talk to us a little bit later about, or do you want to start? Should I start us off? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Do. okay, I'm going to start by talking about gay men have a thing with women's boobs. Agreed. <sighs> and I figured now was when I would stop and just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Okay. okay. So okay. There's, I'm serious. No, there is some real truth to this. And I've talked about this in the past, but here's my problem with gay men and boobs. I love that gay men love boobs. I think it's lovely and wonderful. What I don't like, and I think many women would feel this way, is when you just start manhandling our boobs without any consent, without asking for permission. If you ask me, Roman, can I motorboat your boobs? I'll be like, I don't fucking care. Go for it. But if you just stick your head between my tits and start motorboating, I might have a little bit of an issue. Consent? Consent. I know. It's a very, very new word for gay guys. But women's boobs are... That they're their boobs. I'm not going around shaking your cock every five seconds because that's rude. Uh, I, I mean, mean, I know you guys do it with each other, but uh, I mean, boundaries. I, I, say, I, I kind of agree with you that gay men have a tenuous relationship with consent. Like, go yeah. to a crowded gay bar, you're get, something's going to get grabbed yeah. if you're a dude. And uh, most it, women don't care if you touch their boobs, but you should at least ask. That's all. Just a common courtesy. May I touch your boobs? Sure. Have you been surprised motorboated before? Oh, God. <laughs> Girl. You don't even want to know the things men have done to my boobs. Uh, yes, Lot we do. gay men in particular. <laughs> yes, I have had gay men rub their... Uh, porn stars have rubbed their junk on my boobs. In fairness, you were asking for it. I might have been. Uh, <laughs> I have had men like, like full out put their hand down my shirt and grab my boobs. I mean, lesbians can also be pretty handsy with boobs. I once had a lesbian completely strip me naked in a bar and show everyone in the bar my boobs. So it's not just gay men, but gay men get real handsy with the boobs. Was she hot? Oh, yeah. She, but she was also like a vampire. Like she like <laughs> or like, like a succubus. I don't know. Like she latched onto me. And then I could not get away. Derek called during the middle of me getting undressed at the bar because that was the second time. This woman was psychotic. Great. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was sexually assaulted basically in public in front of all these lesbians, and they loved it. But I digress. Yeah, anyway, I, men and boobs. They I do. I was in Phoenix, Arizona, in the world's longest 
stretch limousine that was trying to do an 87-point turn to get out of the parking lot <laughs> of the hotel I was in. And I was like, well, we have some time on our hands because it can't get out. And uh, I'll call Romaine and be like, oh, my God, Romaine, here I am. I'm in the world's longest limousine in Arizona. And she says, ah, oh, my God, can you stop undressing me? Jesus Christ. Hello, Derek. Hi. I'm getting undressed in a bar. I don't really mean to be, but here I am. <laughs> See, this is why we have to travel together, because bad things happen when we're apart. It's true. It's true. I mean, bad things happen sometimes when we're together, but remember that lesbian? It's, it Was it Seattle? Or was it or where were we at? Portland? Where the lesbians tried to kill us? Yeah, the lesbians oh. of Portland tried to kill us. Have you all been to Portland before? You know oh, the lesbians yeah. there? Those lesbians are crazy. Yeah, we... Whew. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you again, I, that, you've just made my case. Julie, anyway, we just, uh, uh, lesbians in Portland are crazy. We were in Portland for Pride, and then we'll get back to boot. We were in Portland for Pride, and we thought, because they, they had a big lesbian bar there, and we usually had to go to gay boy bars, and Romaine was really excited. She goes, oh, you know what? I'm going to bring a bunch of sex toys, and we'll give them away at the bar. It's like we're here at Hula Hula in Seattle. Right. We brought a bunch of giveaways. You guys want free stuff, right? <laughs> So we thought this would be fun. You know, it's a lesbian bar. We'll give away some sex toys at the lesbian bar. I've never been so scared in my life. As soon as oh. we announced it, we were like behind. It was like a, case. a mob mentality happened. And they're like, sex toys. And they were climbing have. over the furniture to get to us. Oh, it, it was, was psychotic. We literally just dumped the box out at and them. Ran. And ran. And we ran. It was so crazy. They were preventative sex toys at that point. Yeah, it was like, like diversion. Bro. We threw them away from where we were going. And we ran like, the opposite quick, way. Quick, lob it that way when we run. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Terrifying. I'm glad you survived to tell the tale. We did. Barely. Anyway, there were a lot of boobs there. Back yeah. to boobs. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wonderful podcast segue. Back Thank to you. Boobs. Back to boobs. Thank Back you so to much. Boobs. Do um, you love boobs? I have touched them. <laughs> Once or twice? Three times. Uh, a lady. Clothed <laughs> or naked? Okay, so the most recent With your time. Teeth, Kyle. Oh, that time. Oh, yeah. fuck. You bit the crap out of that, that girl's boobs. I went boobs. home with the woman, and we were making out. <laughs> this is after I came out, and I was, I I'm don't know, so I was confused. drunk, and I was having fun. So okay. I get to do what I want. Stop judging me. Um, and we w- went back to her place, and we were making out, and she pulled out her boobs, and she was like, bite them. Oh. And in my mind, I'm like, ow. She didn't say bite them. They're that's not, not chew what, toys. That's, that's not a verb you do to boobs. Like, yeah. I... You, you can do a lot of things. She's like, no, bite them. So I like, you know, of course, when you start off, you're not going to go like right in like a right. state. You you're going to start. chomp right away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I started with a little nibble. Uh-huh. And then she was like, no, bite them. And like, I only got so hard biting before I was like, hey, this has been cool and weird for me because I don't usually do this, but I got to go. And then I left. So you bit her boobs and left? Bit her. <laughs> Wow. Bit her right on the nipple. Wow. I, I don't, I can't, I'm not, who knows, you know? Huh. Now, I, don't, I don't, that's, hmm. Do you like your nipples bitten? Fuck no. <laughs> I, I no. Normal. I, I, no. I've also dated guys who like their dicks bitten. So oh, it's, don't vampire yeah. a dick, yeah. that's gross. Although, Why do you keep attracting people who want to get bitten? It's these beautiful chompers of mine that everyone's just like, press those hard into my soft skin. Oh, that's nice. And Romaine was with a vampire lesbian, yeah. so you know there's a theme here. Yeah. Like, why, why, why do we want to get bit? Well, we'll give her number to Kyle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This could be a good the, couple, maybe. The most recent time I touched a boob, this I have. I don't think I've w- one of the non-consensually touched women's boobs. I try to be very careful about all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I walked into, again, a gay bar. I walked into Cece's here, and someone pulled out her boob and grabbed my hand and touched it. Oh. And I went, no. <laughs> and so she, she did not ask for consent well, and made you touch her did, boob. Yeah, and then she gave me her Instagram. So oh. now we're... Oh. Now you're Insta buddies. Now we're friends on and Instagram. Now you're DMing. Oh. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, I... Uh, so because Romaine and I do this show together... Uh, we, in New York, we would frequently have uh, female porn stars on, too. Mm. And then we also would uh, occasionally go 
to a local strip club in New York called Scores. Oh, yeah, that was, those were the days. And uh, <sighs> how many of you have ever been to a titty bar? Yeah. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah titties! So, uh, of course, the uh, publicist was like, oh, would you like to come to this uh, to scores this titty bar, you know, yes, uh, no cover, whatever, blah blah blah. You'll we'll be our guest. The VIP section. And of course, Romaine is like, yes, yes. And I was like, well, you know, we we do so many things for me. Let's do something for Romaine. So we Thank go to you. the strip club. That's fine. You've seen hustlers, right? Anyway, so uh, we. Oh, am I the only one? It's incredible. Jennifer Lopez is a fifty-year-old stripper. It's incredible. You have to see it. I cannot believe you guys have not watched it. It was like the best movie of the year. All right. It was really <laughs> anyway, good. She should have won an Oscar for being an incredible 50-year-old stripper. Now, uh, anyway, so we go to scores, and we get there. And so the ladies are dancing up on the stage, and then they come around to, like, do lap dances or whatever. And uh, they would come over to us, and uh, the women would be like, oh, would you like a lap dance? And Romaine's like, sit on mama's lap! Like, she was ready. And I was like, oh, no, ma'am, I'm gay. Please. Please leave. Here's twenty dollars to leave me alone. Please. And they're like, "Wait, you're gay? Let me shove yeah. my tit and my nipple right in your mouth." Yeah. So they, of course, were like, "Oh, great! This will be like taking a paid break. I'll just sit on this guy's lap because he's not going to be gross with me, and I'll be able to like check my phone and see what's going on in the world or whatever." So the women would just sit on me the entire time because it would look like they were working. But yeah, they have this powder on their boobs oh, yeah. to keep themselves dry and smelling like a lady. It's and, nice. Uh, so they are very powdery. And uh, so they're like up in my face and everything. And I'm trying to breathe. And then like, yeah, I breathe in and like boob just goes <laughs> right in my mouth. And of course, I didn't want to bite it because I'm not Kyle. <laughs> but then it's like, I got to get it out. But then I'm like... <laughs> Like, try to get the, like, powder out of my face and mouth. It was kind of gross, honestly. It was Not pretty funny, part, actually. But the powdery part. Yeah, it was nice. Why do the ladies do that to us? It's gross. It's great. So for my, my, my ex-husband and I, our bachelor party, we went uh, to a strip club. Well, it was a bunch of my straight fraternity brothers that planned this thing. So we went to a lady strip club, and we went to a dude strip club, the Silverado. Right. Full dick, at least there was in those days. Anyway... Uh, they got us this lap dance. And this poor stripper, she's like, you guys are gay, right? They're like, yes. She's like, well, they paid for it. I have to take you or management will be mad at me or whatever. So she hauls us back to this VIP room and then just tells us all about her favorite Doctor Who characters. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. Wow. <laughs> okay, when I was... Uh, for my 22nd birthday, we went to a female strip club, and I got... Does every gay man have, like, one strip club story? I went to a female strip club, and my friends bought a lap dance for me. They explained the whole thing. He's gay. I guess there wasn't too much to explain. That was the end of the story to, to know ahead of time. And she walked up, and they were like, "Here's she's Venezuelan. And I was like, oh, my God, I lived in Venezuela. And she busted my... She, pushed my knees open and leaned in and started purring in my ear. Oh, and I was whoa. like, this is not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, jealous. And she had boobs. Back to the topic yeah, of boobs. <laughs> boobs. Right. boobs. Okay, the boobs. one thing I wanted to read, I looked up, there was a YouTube video on at Bria and Chrissy where gay men touched a woman's boobs for the first time. And I wrote down the way they described these gay men's first touch of a woman's boobs. Meaty. <laughs> Meaty? Meaty. <laughs> I mean, that's objectively. Okay, uh, I guess. That's a weird word, but okay. Uh, little balloons. Little? One. one I, they, they actually weren't little. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> one person described it as so squishy I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, Someone. <laughs> From Paradise? Some from Paradise, yeah. yes. Yeah, sorry, that quote continues. From yeah. Paradise. Um, another person described it as like poking a jellyfish with a stick, like a dead one at the beach, and it, like it's kind of flopping around. That's not what a poop feels like. And, and lastly, someone described it as like a pumpkin that you get at Halloween, but after it's molded over, and it's kind of falling apart in your hands. Yeah, you fags are weird. Is this like one of those videos where they make little kids try to figure out how a rotary phone works? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, gay men, here are boobs. Now, what do you do? (laughs) You figure it out. Oh, my God. It sounds horrifying. It really is. What woman signs up for this? Like, 
oh, yes, I would like to go into a room and have gay men describe my breasts in the worst way possible. I feel so much better about myself now. Wait a minute, isn't that what happens when all the penthouse girls come on our show? Eh, They're used to you grabbing them. Yeah. Did you know, guys, (laughs) that I can put a boob in my hand... And I can determine exactly the cup size and usually their bra size just by holding a boob. That, like, if I had it's to a choo- talent. If I had to choose a mutant power, that would not be it. But no? I'm proud of you for having that ability. Can you do that to me? <laughs> You've got, um, I would say, a solid B cup. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. My barely Bs? Barely Bs. I'm going to say, like a, I, I'm gonna say I... like a 42 B. Okay. Yeah, right. that's wow. what I'm going to say. I'll let my lady know. Romaine is going to open a lingerie store after this is over, and like the whole thing of it will be, come on in and be personally sized by Romaine. Like the ladies just walk in. Oh, Romaine's like, you I'm know, gonna- he jokes, but we used to have penthouse stars come into the show, and then I would do this. I would take my hands and I would cup their titties, and I would tell them exactly what bra size they were, and they'd be like, "That's amazing." So Romaine will be like a doorman at the door, and she'll be like, "Let me just warm up my hands a bit, feel you up." All right. Uh, I know your cup size and everything. Your section is right over here to the left. Thank you for shopping, ma'am. And then like another person, like a filler-up greeter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a good job. Thank you. That's fine. I mean, she would love her I mean, I've handled a lot of titties in my day. Oh, yeah? More than you, probably. Well, probably. Yeah. Okay, yes. so if, if, you're, if you're not a gay man, what would you describe them as? What's the feeling? I already told you they're soft, and they're warm, and they're like the, just the, the, the comfiest, coziest little pillow to put your face on. Okay. They're so sweet. I love titties. My wife has amazing titties. Yeah. It's her best attribute. I say it all the time. <laughs> I what love about a square ass. Mm, her ass is okay. It's not great, but her titties make up for the lack of ass. Huh? Like really do. Like, my wife has banging tits. Yeah. And she's old and her tits are still good. <laughs> anyway, Romaine's daughter is here tonight. Thank you everybody. Oh, she's used to it. Yeah. No boundaries, just like our audience. <laughs> Romy grew up listening to this shit. She's I used know. to it. We're all horrified. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk to everybody a little bit today about a less feel-good topic, but I think it's important. We, oh, we okay. covered it a little bit at lunch. Um, but uh, I, I want to I talk to you about breast cancer a little bit. Okay. Boob, boob cancer. That is related cancer to boobs. Yeah. yeah. Cancer cancer boobs. Romaine right now that she doesn't know. Uh, well, you know. Uh, well, f- first off, uh, who here has nipples? Show of hands. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Almost everyone. Um, uh, so yeah, breast cancer is, is most often a problem in women, uh, but but men can get breast cancer too, and it's actually really really underdiagnosed. Yeah, this I think is one of the most fascinating things is that how few men realize that they can get breast cancer. Except for me, because I don't have any nipples because I was born in a mannequin factory. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know? a Ken doll under there. But wasn't I? <laughs> Uh, but it, it turns out that about one out of every 100 breast cancer diagnoses is is a, is a man, uh, and uh, that works out to one in 833 men will get breast cancer. So it's it's actually very 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 common. But the the reason is we all have nipples and we all have breast tissue. Evolution has seen fit to give us all that uh, plumbing. So not just guy with moobs, like any guy with nipples can get breast cancer. Not yeah, just guys that have like man boobs. You don't have to be meatloaf from Fight Club to okay. get breast cancer. Yeah. No, like uh, there's, uh, there, there are a lot of people with a low BMI, women also actually, yeah. that, that still get breast cancer. Um, but in, in men, it's most likely because of uh, elevated estrogen sometimes um, or a low testosterone level. Um, and then also like steroids that, that can right. change your body chemistry in a way that, that can make breast tissue happen. But it turns out that the most common kind of breast cancer among men is the milk ducts. Interesting. M- men under weird circumstances can even lactate sometimes, which yeah. I did not know until I you didn't. Re- researched for this. No. Oh. I mean, you expect So a baby starts crying and you don't just start. N- no. no? Oh. Your tank top doesn't walk- get moist. No. I just walk away because whose <laughs> who's baby Fair. is that? I don't know. <laughs> you, they know it's a bar, right? We're at a bar. <laughs> Who let this baby in here? Now, I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think I read a statistic once where it said that most, uh, most of the time that people realize they have like a lump or something like that, it's not even themselves that realizes it, but actually a partner, like a sexual partner will be touching their breasts or touching, touching their man boobs, yep. and that is how they'll feel a lump most of the time. Yep. We've always said, get fucked often. 
Yeah. It's your good for your health. Yes. Your doctor needs you to get fucked. It's good for your prostate. It's yeah. Good. It's good for everything. And well, fill up so those boobs. And that's why Kyle it is so active on Scruff, because he's just feeling people up to make right. sure they don't have cancer. I, yeah. It's a service. It is a service. <laughs> good for you. You're like Romaine at her prostate. That's why yeah. I say service bottom. That's very good. <laughs> Uh, so since you talk about signs and symptoms, it uh, you can start as a painless lump or like a thickening that you can feel. So you really should feel yourself up in like the shower. Yeah. Um, uh, changes to the skin that cover your breasts, such as dimpling or puckering, redness or scaling, especially around the nipple area. Uh, changes to your nipples or even sometimes discharge from your nipples, which I would for sure go to the Is doctor. Discharge different than milk? I think so. Then lactating? I think so. Oh, okay. I think so. Um, what is... Uh, now I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to know what this discharge is. It's coming from your nipples. Well, it's terrifying. It, well, whatever it is, get it, if you're a dude, get it checked out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. It, it very much could be could be breast cancer. Uh, also, the BRCA1 gene, I didn't realize there's a genetic marker that among women makes it very, very likely that they will develop breast cancer. Yep. It also affects men, uh, not only their breasts, but their prostate. So oh, I did if, not know if, that. If there's prostate cancer in your family, you also might have breast cancer. So check out, you know, Pay attention to your titties, men. It's important. Let me ask the room. There's a lot of men in here. How many of you guys regularly check your titties? Okay, <laughs> noise helps. Like right, five. So five awesome. of them. Five. So up. now all of you need to start touching your titties. Yeah. Or More you often. know what? It's a nice crowd. Touch each other's titties. Oh, That's right. I like that. That's right. Yeah. Or you know, Romaine. Th- th- I could touch your titties. Yeah. yeah. Now everybody Especially here has already ladies. touched Romaine's titties. That's not true. Our audience has no boundaries. Well, that's They've already, so if you're a gayish listener who've never met us before, today is your chance to, to grab touch Romaine's Derek's breasts. titties. What? My titties. Yeah, yours. Okay. Derek did warn us that there was a really good chance that you might not remain closed the oh, whole Oh, no, broadcast. that's not true. Uh, my days of showing off my titties are over. Here's what you guys don't know. Okay. There is actually... Uh, Photographic evidence of my titties out in the world. I was once in a magazine called On Our Backs. It was a lesbian porn magazine. <laughs> and the editor called me up and she said, Romaine, would you be our cover girl? Would you just show your tits off to everyone? And I said, yeah, all right, sure. So there's literally like a spread of my titties in a magazine somewhere. Okay. How many copies do you own? Okay, so here's the worst part about this story. So I thought, oh yeah, sure, I'll be topless in your stupid little magazine. Fine, whatever. And then um, the episode I, or the issue I was in was the same issue that came out during the Dinosaur Weekend. Do you know what that is? It's like lesbian spring break in Palm Springs and like literally thousands of lesbians flock to Palm Springs and evidently On Our Backs magazine was a sponsor that year. And so literally thousands of these magazines were at the dinosaur and all the lesbians in the land saw my titties. So did you, did you get recognized? Um, did your boobs My boobs have gotten recognized. But can I tell you the funny yeah, thing? Yeah, was your top off so, and then somebody just saw you from the neck down? They were like, is that Romaine? That's right. <laughs> no, so the funniest thing is, so they sent me a, like a couple hundred copies of it. And then for like two or three years afterwards, the, the gays in our audience, the titty-loving gays yeah. would be like... Why are you pointing at Mike and Kyle? Tonight? I don't know, because it's their topic. And they'd be like, Romaine, will you send me a signed copy of your titties? And I'd be like, okay. So I did. I'd send them a copy. So she wasn't even selling them. She was just giving I'd them just away. I just give them away. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, are they masturbating in my titties? Because that's gross. Oh. Ew. Why did you have to go there? No I don't one know, was thinking that. But I thought it. <laughs> it was like, oh, God. Was it, is the lesbian week called Dinosaur Week? Dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. Are you thinking about the Lickalotopus? I didn't get the connection, okay. but I don't have to. It's all right. It's not my. It's, it's not okay. My thing. It's okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> you gays. Can we call it Dinosaur Week from you now on? You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> I mean. call it just lesbian drama because it is a weekend of lesbian drama of the utmost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of tears. A lot of tears. A lot of girlfriends who broke up with their girlfriend and they're sitting outside the hotel room on the floor in the hallway. <laughs> this is why Romaine is upset that she's only ever gone to the diner while she's in a relationship. Some bullshit. Because she would just love to go down the hallways and pick up scraps. <laughs> <laughs> My last Dinah Shore weekend was pretty great, though. So I had this lesbian porn star friend and um, she always had the hottest fucking lesbians with her at the Dinah Shore weekend. 
And uh, why are you whispering all of a sudden? I don't know. Do you not want people to hear? So, and then there were porn so stars every, there. So and so and she would always talk about me with all of her friends. And so one time I came to her hotel room and I'm like, knock, 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 and the door bursts open. And there's a naked lesbian, a hot naked lesbian. And she's like, Romaine! I have no idea. I've never seen her before in my life. Romaine! Naked lesbian jumps into my arms, and I'm like, I have arrived. <laughs> this, is, this is the life right here. How are her tits? Oh, fucking A. They were good. Her ass is even better. Just saying. Well, today we're talking about boobs. Okay, keep boobs. It on topic? Her tits were amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Well, okay, so what makes a good set of boobs, in your opinion? All right, so in my opinion, a perfect tit is a C cup, because it's not too big, but it's not too small. I like a nice handful of a titty. Uh Your cup doesn't need to run it over. It can. Like, big titties are great, because you can kind of get lost inside of a big set of titties, right? (laughs) They suffocate you when you're having sex. That's great. But I like just a nice handful with a really nice nipple on it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Big, small, nipple. Uh, the nipple, I like it to be proportional to the titty. Okay. I don't like a too big a areola because then it looks like a dinner plate. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't need that. Uh, but I like just a nice, and I like it to have a perky nipple. Not like one of those nipples that's kind of flat. I like a little perk to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you want one, it to be looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One that's <laughs> not afraid to be like, hey, come and lick me. And then I'd be like, okay. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Or Kyle's, they're always like, bite me. <laughs> I don't want to bite your nipple. I see but them like, in no my dreams. But like no hair on the nipple. I've, I've encountered some hairy nipples in the past. And I'm like, ooh. Take care of that shit. Uh, but like, I like a just a nice, perfect titty. That's what I like. But a big titty doesn't bother me either. Uh, and what makes what what makes a bad breast? <sighs> okay, <clears throat> not, that none. That is not true. There are bad titties out there. If you take off your bra and your titties unravel to your knees. Not a great titty, yeah. right? Or like sometimes... Your bra, it, your bra we, size is a 34 long. I love how it unraveled. Yeah, yeah. It spiraled out. Yeah, like kind of like they kind of roll it up, you know what I mean? And then sometimes if you have like a gigantic areola and then it's like, where's the titty in this areola? I can't even tell the difference. That hairy titty's not okay on a lady. Okay. Never. Uh-uh, dude, take care of that crap. I don't want your hairy titty. Um, what else? There's a lot of things that can make titties bad. Like, I've encountered some weird titties, but those this, are the big this ones. This list yeah. is already three or four items longer yeah, 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 than I yeah. thought it was going really? to be. So, like, I mean, it's like the same of... thing with dicks. Like, there's some bad dicks out there. There's bad titties out there, too. The only bad dick is the one that's not inside me. <laughs> Can you get that on a Hallmark card? That's so sweet. I know. I want to send it to my mom. I miss Mother's Day. <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> you, you have not talked about any of your experiences. Yeah, yeah. Tell us with, about your experiences. Oh God! Well, I was I was married. I was married to a woman for like six years. And how were her breasts? Four, four years. We were together for six. And uh, her, her 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 boobs were nice. I liked them. Like, I, and I was I was out to myself. Like, I knew that I was gay. Got married anyway because I was just determined not to be gay. I was like fighting it for all it was worth. And um, uh, of all of the things about her uh, boobs, I didn't mind so much. I thought they were pretty great. They're fun. They're comfortable. She had big They're, boobs, those, little boobs. Uh, like like C cup. Actually, yeah. actually, you kind of described her boobs. Yeah, like, you, I think That's you would a good set of tits. Do you want to fuck my ex wife? I mean, is she pretty? <laughs> she obviously is. She is blonde and is she tall? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so at least one particular pair of boobs I, I, I spent a lot of time with. She did not like them bit. I, apparently that's not common. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't think it is. <laughs> one in, one in three industry. for me. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other story that I was going to tell, though, is uh, uh, so when I was like 11 or 12 years old, uh, I, came, I realized that I had a lump and I, it hurt so, so bad. I thought my tits were rotting off. I was just, Whoa. I was like, holy shit, this hurts so bad. And I thought I'd done something bad. I was going to die of cancer, whatever. And I finally like mustered up that like prepubescent, really horrible age courage to go and tell my parents and say like, I, I, I think there's something wrong. This really, really hurts. And my, my folks, I love my folks, but they did not do the birds and the bees talk with us boys. Uh, I, two brothers. Uh, the three of us never really got the birds and the beast talk from them at all. 
my dad uh, uh, handed me a book that was open to the page on breast knots, which are a thing, and I'll get to that in a second, mm-hmm. um, called Boys and Sex. And that's how I received my education was this book. Like, here's this book. But it explained that a lot of boys, when like their hormones start getting crazy because they're entering puberty, will get breast knots, like really tender. It was like a, like a little pebble-sized thing that just hurt like a motherfucker. Um, and it eventually went away, and they usually do. Sometimes they don't, and you have to get them removed. But, um, yeah, I was like, what's wrong with my boobs? <laughs> I've never heard of that until me you. Me neither. Yeah, this is brand new information to me. Well, I didn't discharge anything. I'm sorry, Romaine. Like, I, That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Now that this makes me so sad I was born in that mannequin factory because I missed out on so much. But, yeah, that, that's, that's how I got to talk about sex, by not having a talk at all, just getting this book that explained that I wasn't dying of tit cancer. Did that same book say something about gay... What did it say about gay stuff? Yeah, that book totally said that some boys go through a phase where they have same-sex attraction, but that doesn't mean that they're gay. They they will probably grow out of it. So as a young gay kid... You were like, whoo! Having feelings for other boys, I was like, well, (laughs) shit, this is just a phase. It's going to go away. I just got to, you know... Find the right boobs. Yeah, I got to find the right (laughs) boobs, and I'm going to be great. And then, of course, that never happened, but... Well, I mean, it happened for six years... Um, mm. Okay. <laughs> you gave it the old college try. That's, yeah. that's what matters. Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. But yeah, yeah, that, that book, I would like to find a copy of that book, actually, and re- like read the other ways it fucked me up. And uh, Kyle, how did you learn about sex, or did you ever? Um, I, my dad, <laughs> I did the classic, my dad, uh, there was a Coke commercial on TV where... <laughs> <laughs> Where there was a couple that went into a hotel room and then one of them like opened the hotel door and grabbed the Coke and Wimbledon. And then my parents, I guess, saw that as the opportunity to talk about sex. My dad was like, what do you think they're doing in there? And I was like, I don't know. So it was like sex talk time. So that night, because of that Coke commercial, uh, he had sat my brother and I down and we had the sex talk. And they told you then, don't sit on the Coke bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Oh, come on. Like they wow. were never teenagers masturbating. Be, be careful of glass, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very you dangerous. want a flared base if you're sticking something in your ass. Why? Because your ass is like a black hole. It'll just <laughs> suck anything know, in there. It's just like that boob going in my mouth. It scores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, Derek, uh, is that the one and only time you've had boobs in your mouth? Is it scores? Uh, yeah, but I had a lot of boobs in my mouth at scores. Okay. So uh, we, went to that sex, we went to that strip club a lot, and I was dating a guy, and his um, uh, brother was getting married. And he was like, will you uh, call scores so we can get the bachelor party at scores? Like, so I, I did have some nice credibility there where like, all the straight guys from Long Island got to be like super VIPs at scores because like I got them in the door and they treated everyone very nicely and then you know another mouthful of boobs because of course they didn't want to be with the straight guys from Long Island the ladies were like I'll just sit on your lap for a while I'm like "All right, well I'm not going anywhere so might as well but yeah a lot of that they still call me those ladies Uh, same same question I asked Romaine then like what 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 do you think makes a good boob Uh, I actually uh, I think uh, well first of all boobs are the kind of thing that you don't have any real control over unless you go to a doctor and they do something to it Uh, but I think you know what everyone is beautiful in their own way I know it's a lie but I'm gonna that's gonna be my answer because I look let me tell you something I don't want to get I don't want to get an angry message from my mother let me tell you something Years ago, we would have these penthouse pets on the show all the time. We'd have copies of penthouse, and you know the centerfold is open and everything. And one of the pets, her vagina was huge. <laughs> and, oh, I remember uh, her. I know, Kyle's gonna pass out. What? I know. <laughs> I know. Anyway, like I had to look at a lot of vaginas here and boobs, but a lot of vaginas. And uh, I on the show, I was like, this woman's vagina is gigantic. I've never seen a vagina this big. And I got a message from my mother afterwards. She goes, you mean big enough for a baby to come out of? <laughs> I was like, all right, mom. Message received. Anyway, women are beautiful. Women's bodies are beautiful. Thank you. I'm, wow. I'm not going there. All right, anyway. But no, I think, you know, a lovely a C cup, a proportional nipple... Why not? We had a lot of fake boobs that came in and out of there with the strippers and the penthouse girls and everything. And uh, every once in a while, like a nice, a nice boob job that 
looked and felt natural. I think actually that's the best. Like if you can get if you can get the right work done where people can't tell it's work done, that's that's the keeper. Can I tell you about one of the craziest boobs we ever saw? I hope you do. All right, so <laughs> Pam Anderson used to come up to Sirius XM when we worked there. And uh, I remember it was at the launch, I think, of Howard Stern's show. And they were doing a bunch of, like, kind of dumb, one-off little things to kind of get people excited. And Pam Anderson was there with Lady Bunny. And then her shirt, like, the, she was had, like, a spaghetti strap, and it broke. And so then they were, like, trying to figure out how to keep Pam Anderson's tits. Because at the time, they were the really big ones. Yeah. And uh, one of our bosses, who was, oh, very, very gay described her boobs as this, and I think it is the most perfect description of her boobs at that time. They were like bowling balls in a soft velvet case. <laughs> like in a, and it was like, yep, that's exactly what those boobs were. How do you, how do you, how do you feel about fake boobs in general? So, well, mm, I don't generally... So I felt it's a lot... not kombucha. So I have definitely felt a lot of fake boobs over the years because, again, the penthouse girls come up and a lot of them have fake tits. There are very few fake uh, tit jobs that are good. Like, mm. I can think of one girl in particular who had an amazing set of tits. But she didn't go too big. She went with a very natural size for her frame. Now, I have also experienced uh, women who've gone insane with their tit jobs where their tits are just... Like, they look painful. Like, yeah. they're so large, especially on their frames, like some of these small frames. Then it's just like, why are you doing this? You don't need to go this crazy. And I feel like they'll always regret it uh, when they go too big. And I'm thinking, God, I would do anything to cut mine down a couple sizes. So, yeah, I, I don't really love a lot of fake tits. In fact, most of the time I hate them. Mm. I understand if you have, like, an A cup or a B cup and you want to go to, like, a nice seat. Perfect. Fine. But I wouldn't go crazy. And too many women go crazy. And that is where the problem lies. That's right, Kyle. You keep your gentleman's bees over there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go crazy. But can I tell you, I love a man's chest, especially if they are like if they work out a lot and they have really sexy pecs. There's nothing I love more than like putting my hands on man's pecs. They're very sexy. Yeah. Okay. What about men? Do you do you both like men's chests? Is that an important body part to you? Uh, Get no. There's a no. All right. Next topic. You're so wrong. I think a sexy chest on a man is so hot. Right? I totally agree. The, uh, the the first thing that came to mind, though, Kyle, when you asked the question, is like all of the AI art I've been seeing lately of like a Henry Cavill AI thing with just like gigantic, like boob-like pecs in this cartoonish way, and that doesn't do much for me. Oh, will you send that over? Just yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I think that sounds hot. Shoot that, yeah, shoot that JPEG my way. Uh, but I, I like a good chest, sure. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would rate it as highly as Romaine in terms I of. I love as, like, it, but you have to have like they got to be like your pecs have to be rock hard for me to like it. Like rock hard. Yeah, Romaine is like a she likes a colt. Yes, that's, that's what, what I likes. like. Okay. I want a leather daddy with sexy pecs and good. sexy arms. <laughs> Woo! Well, and you can wear some pleaser. tight pants with a sexy ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm a lesbian. I didn't sound like I'm a lesbian, but I swear I am. You're, you're, you're leaving for your cruise, so you're going to miss Seattle Pride, but there's plenty of that to yeah, be I'm found. sure there. I remember weekend. years ago we came here, and there was this fucking hot as hell listener who came to one of our events at the bowling alley. Remember the bowling alley? I do. Oh, yeah. This guy, he you walked in, and here, he right? was a leather daddy. And he walked in, and he had like tight, tight pants on, and he had giant man muscles. And I was just like, and I did not ask for consent. I just started rubbing my hands all over his body. And it was rock hard. And I was like, oh, it was really nice. And then we never saw him again because he went home and he cried because Romaine molested him. I think I was the only one that molested him at that party. And that's why he cried. I know. <laughs> I'm just remembering and now feeling bad about a guy in college. I was out and he was like this buff dude that we were in the same organization. And I would get drunk and feel his chest. Oh, no. Oh. oh, no, what? Did That's he, not okay. He He's straight. He didn't... Not, and, nobody's that straight. Also, can I say... Thank you? Can I say something, though, about the bodybuilding thing? Because, like, there's, like, a whole sexuality thing around it where 
it really feels like it's about attention. And I don't know that they're 100% particular about who is admiring how they look. Because if you've ever seen bodybuilders talk about other bodybuilders, yeah. it sounds like a conversation in a gay bar with a bunch of gay guys. Even when they're straight, it's like, oh, man, I love what you're done with yourself. Oh, yeah, you look great. Yeah, ooh, look how big that is. Oh, yeah, yeah flex for me. Oh, yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? Are you having sex yeah. right now? What is happening? Porn, but it's not. It's just like the... Mr. Universe pageant. I'm like, Jesus Christ, get a room, you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep, for sure. Uh, I, I, did have, I did have one story that came to mind just a second ago. I don't know if you even remember this. We were at, in New York for, for our live show uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, yes, we, how many of you were here? Uh, how many of you were in New York for the gayish live show in New York? Oh. Great. Your oh, soccer's are you. here. If, 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 <laughs> If you if you make it to all six, I'm going to call the FBI. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, after the show, we were really really hungry, but we had to get to a bar because there were going to be um, you know listeners waiting there to hang out. And uh, there was this girl in the place that we went, which was just like a slice of pizza at a time kind of a place, chicken and fries and pizza. Yeah. And um, she uh, first off, she said, "You guys look amazing." I was wearing, I thought it was cute, like a black top and a gold skirt. So I was like, I, I don't know. I was clear I was trying to do something with, with my look. And so she like gave me some very nice compliments, which is very sweet of her. And then she said, are you guys not going to compliment me? Oh. oh. And it, it was like the expectation that like you're a gay man. So like, of course, you're going to lavish me with praise as well. It was that like, I... I don't. I didn't know we were doing this. She right wanted here. a little she was, tit for tat. Well, so <laughs> she, then she did. So because. then Kyle very discreetly noticed that her left boob was just out. Like it was at the pizza place. At the pizza oh. place, full on. It's on the menu. No coverage whatsoever. And being the Texan gentleman that he is, he leaned over very discreetly and tried to tell her, like, "You gotta. You should. You should maybe put put that put that away. Just like fix that." Maybe and, she didn't want to. And she said, it's Hell's Kitchen. Nobody cares. I <laughs> well, she's right. That is true. <laughs> I mean, really, nobody does. She was picking up pizza for her and, like, her boyfriend. It was like, you got, and you're doing it one tit out. You know what? This is such a bullshit double standard, though, that men have. <laughs> oh. So men can be all tits out any old fucking time they want. Yeah, but a, Kyle's a, nipple a was out the entire time yeah. we were at lunch today. Yeah, yeah. A, like, woman's nipple, a woman's nipple falls out, and you're like, oh! God, there's a nipple there. Like, you, please. It, you know what? You're right. It's I, a bullshit double standard. I agree. I think free the tits for sure. And also, it was the not caring or like, it was right. the, I don't know. It just very much surprised me. You're right. If you want to put your tits out. Thank you. Go for it. I think the problem is that sometimes in that situation, it looks like a mistake. Like, maybe sure. you don't know. That, yes. It looks like it was accidentally out. out. Do you like not know what your boobs are up to at all Do times? Do you know where your balls are at all times? I'm roughly. Because Derek tells me <laughs> balls get lost all the time. So, I mean, if a ball can get lost, so can tits. Your balls get lost? No, I mean, like, stuff moves around. You're always yeah. not always 100% sure where everything is. Sure. I just watched times. an episode of Friends about this where this guy's balls were hanging out 24-7. So, That's true. I mean, you don't always know where your balls are. Look, if they're... If they hang that low, you might not know. Look, that I see at. guys in our audience that yeah. are literally looking yeah. to see if they know where their balls are at right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Where are my balls?" How I'm not else sure. Are they make a friend if they don't see somebody's balls out. <laughs> right? That's a great icebreaker, by the way. Leave your balls out or your boob out, and then somebody will come up to you and go, "Excuse me, I couldn't help but notice that one of your body parts is sticking out of your clothing. <laughs> Why, it's nice to meet you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very mm-hmm. friendly. Yeah. Maybe she was just trying to make a friend." In Hell's Kitchen. She she really was, and she I was, was not giving her back the energy wow. she was giving to me, and I didn't and I didn't want to. You know, like yeah. that's the other thing. That's selfish. Kind of, it, and I and I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm fine. I think that's fine with me. Okay. I've just never thought of my balls as a conversation starter. I'm very stuck on this, but okay. Got it. Oh, well, maybe you should try that. I should try that. <laughs> I thought the gay guys totally thought balls were a conversation. Because literally, I have been in bars where guys go up to each other, and then even they don't even say hello. They just literally grab their balls. Like, it's like a ball handshake. What is the bar? What's the address? Where, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Where are they open? <laughs> it's most of the bars the I've gone to in my life. <laughs> Rawhide. 
I mean, we we the talked cock. we talked about gay men grabbing boobs without consent, but gay yeah. men in general, yeah, they don't. Gay I guys think, don't know boundaries. They, I think it's true. I think like, at a gay bar, like, you might get your ass these grabbed. fuckers over here with no boundaries. They're just talking like yeah. we're not even fucking I here. <laughs> They've just forgotten we're, we're doing a live show. <laughs> I get it. I mean, no, I think they're about to touch each other's balls. Is what's about to happen, and it's I'm terrified. Uh, so, did we, what, what else is there to say about boobs? Did we do it? What what uh, what? I, mean, what are the I just think boobs are great. We should we should embrace the boobs. Women's boobs are just as good as men's boobs. Free the nipple. Free I the nipple. Think women's boobs might be better than sometimes, men's just because you know there's a lot more to work with. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. Mostly. Um, <laughs> check your boobs. Get your boobs checked. Yes, yes that's important. Either yourself very important. or a friend. Yeah. Right? Make a friend in a bar. And, and honestly, when you're having sex with someone, check their boobs yourself too. Like, just get all up in there because you know you might detect something they haven't. Right. It's very important. It's absolutely true. Yeah. And the next time you're biting down on them, see, like, you know. <laughs> don't you, bite, go harder. I don't think you should bite boobs unless, like, they really ask for they, it. I th- don't, don't, that shouldn't did. be your opening salvo. Oh, yeah. No. no. She really, she was That's, asked. She oh. asked. <laughs> I'd be so mad if someone just bit my boobs. Like, I'd be pissed. Wait, like that time that Chris licked my face. That's a gay guy. Yo, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, men do not know boundaries. I literally had a guy, he came up to me and licked my face. Disgusting. That seems I would have preferred he licked my boob, frankly. <laughs> but he didn't do that. Less intimate. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yes. Uh, I, I, I did want to do my, like, be, a, be Mike for a second and give a PSA out there just okay. to say that, like, we've been telling a lot of jokes and tongue-in-cheek about a lot of stuff, but, like, boobs isn't necessarily a woman, right? Like, like yeah. female. Like, they're... Boobs they're, can be anybody. There are women that don't have boobs. Yeah. There are women that are going to get them through top surgery. Um, so, I just... I hope we didn't fuck it up. Like, like I don't we, think so. We... we Sort of presumed female the whole time, and that's not necessarily true. And I, I just to can say I that. tell you my favorite kind of boobs? Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, yeah, You're I own. love when uh, <laughs> I love when like a transgendered woman is transitioning, yeah. and they start growing their boobs for yeah. the first time. And I love because I've known a lot of different trans women over the years, and I love how proud they are of their boobs, like the, the homegrown boobs, not the boobs they went and bought, but like the homegrown boobs. Oh my god, those are my favorites because like they're usually very big, but those girls are like, I grew these, these are mine, and they are so proud of their boobs. And I think we should love their boobs because they're amazing. Yes, and it really That's makes them feel yeah. like a like a That's woman. Right. Romaine with her organic farm to table boobs. You know what? <laughs> Shut up, you bespoke artisanal boobs. That's right. <laughs> I support it as well. Yeah, yeah, you're so nice. Thank you, Derek. My goodness. I love boobs, though. It doesn't matter what kind of boobs they are. I think all boobs are good. What about nipple piercings? How do you guys feel about those? Uh, we haven't talked about that. Well, one thing we didn't talk about is nipple sensitivity, which I guess is boob adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, mine are very, very, very sensitive. We've talked mm-hmm. about that on the so show like a just, few times. You'd be like, Ooh. Oh, my God. I've had yeah. to tell friends to stop. Stop it. Yeah. Like it, You're like... That is no. <laughs> so no, I was no. the opposite. I'm one of them. For years, I didn't have Im- any nipple sensitivity, and then I pierced both of my nipples. This is exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And then I had a baby, and I had to take them out. And then after that, I don't know what the fuck happened to my nipples, but now they're like, you even breathe on my nipples, and I'm like, ah. Nobody wants to breathe on your nipples. Calm down. <laughs> my wife tries to touch my nipples too much, and I'm like, stop, stop, but, stop. But I, I've definitely heard that piercing can cause them to become more sensitive oh, yeah. when they weren't before, and that that's more or less a permanent thing. Yeah. And so, Kyle, yours are dead to you. Maybe get them pierced. I get them pierced. Is that going to be what does it? I just yeah. am indifferent. It makes a big difference. I first learned that nipples were sensitive when I watched Queer as Folk, and they were, like, doing nipple stuff, and I, as a kid, just never, like, that never even came to mind that that would be a thing that would matter. to. They were, like, sucking on them and doing st- I don't know. It's, I I wish that I had two extra, like, little zones that added some pleasure to things. Try, but, I'm telling you, piercing made all the difference for me. I really right. did. But ouch. But yeah, right? it hurts. I'm not going to lie. I don't know that I'm good at pain. I don't know that. I think I'm going to be a little. I'll punch you and we'll it. see how you do. Okay. Oh, Lord. I'm kidding. All right. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, it's the only thing we've done every single episode for 340 episodes. Kyle, should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break and a shot. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. See? You know it. Cheers. Uh, we are going to do our gayest and straightest in just a little bit, so please be ready with yours. You two be ready with yours. Yeah. Uh, but first, Derek and Romaine, thank you so much for doing this crazy adventure with us today. Really appreciate it. 
Uh, where can our listeners find out more about you, what you're up to, how to get involved, other than listening to us on your app, which is also an option? Uh, yeah, so uh, we're on dnrstudios.com, and you can uh, check out our show there. We also have a free version of our podcast, which is in every podcast player. So if you don't want to give us money, I understand. Uh, but if you, want, uh, if you want to check out more of our show, uh, we have uh, free episodes that go up every once in a while. Every week or so-ish. Well, we, okay, well, we, sure. We've got a live daily show, two hours a day, five days a week. So we do try to put out bonus episodes and free podcasts and that kind of thing. But, you know, it's a hole that's never filled. Not unlike Kyle. Hi. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thanks again. It's been, it's been super awesome. Yeah. Uh, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We're on all of the socials at Gayish Podcast. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mail address is... Post Office Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Uh, do you want to do our gayest and straightest? Well, first programming notes. This oh. is stop two of our six-city tour. We're going to be in Chicago at Sidetrack on July 29th at 1 p.m. San Francisco at Oasis, uh, August 13th at 1 p.m. We'll be in Los Angeles at Akbar on September the 10th at 4 p.m. And rounding out in Kyle's backyard in Houston at Kiki, October 15th at noon. Uh, yeah, let's hear it for Sidetrack in Chicago. Yeah. That's a great bar. I've been drunk there many times. I'm so excited. So I've never been. Excited. Oh, it's fun. Uh, now we can do our gayest and straightest. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I'll go first. Great. Um, the gayest thing about me this week is touching up my nail polish before the show Ooh. and then accidentally touching everything and getting <laughs> nail polish everywhere. Did I'm not good. good. Oh, thanks. If you look at it from real far away, it looks really good. Yeah. Just like me. Hi, come talk to me after the show. Um, my straightest is I've been starting to just eat a plain bagel. Oh. Just a plain bagel. Like Just a bagel that's plain. Is it toasted? Just a toasted plain bagel. And that's like what like, it's like being straight, it? I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. No butter. No nothing. No cream cheese. Just- I've just been eating a plain bagel. Why don't you just eat some cardboard? Yeah. Because I'm all out of cardboard. <laughs> okay. That's pretty straight. I, I thought so. Mike, what about you? Uh, well, the gayest thing about me this week was on Monday for Juneteenth, I went to a, uh, a black drag show called Nubia. Uh, it was at the Moore Theater. It was fantastic. They were all RuPaul queens. The straightest thing about me could be I didn't know a single one of them because I don't watch RuPaul. Some people that were there are probably going to be very upset with that, though, because apparently some of them were a super big deal. Like... Uh, Shake Coulee is a name, I yes. think, of a person. Shake Coulee is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the strangest thing about me this week, though, was at the gym this morning, I had an entire conversation about basketball player J.J. Redick, because it's his birthday or something. I don't know. Basketball Sports ball. Do you know who that is? No idea. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to be impressed for a second. Sports are dumb. Uh, Derek Romain, other of you want to go? Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead, sir. All right. Here's the gayest thing about me this week. When I was on the plane... They had, you know, the in-seat entertainment on the plane to fly out here to Seattle. And they had a Pride music channel. And I was like, oh, let me see what these songs are. And so I pressed on the thing, and it was like, Madonna, Vogue, uh, I'm Coming Out. And I was like, I cannot believe how stereotypical these songs are. Anyway, I listened to it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I think the straightest thing about me this week is uh, we had this uh, Canadian smoke uh, that came down to New York uh, while uh, we were there, and uh, it really dried out the air, and it dried out me. And now I have like really chapped lips from how dehydrated and dry I am from it. But I have done nothing to make it better, so I guess I'm just gonna hump it out and with dry lips for the rest of my life. Anyway, that's the straightest thing about me. All right, nice. All right, here's the gayest thing about me this week. So. Um, we were getting ready for this trip, and I knew I would be away from my family and my pets for 10 days. And so one by one, I went and pet every single pet on their head. And if you knew how big the zoo is at my house, all 27 cats, all 32 dogs, a frog, a lizard, all the little fish, I went and said, I love you. And I kissed little cats on their heads. I'll miss you, because that's the kind of lesbian I am. <laughs> Great. Too many animals. 
And I would say the straightest thing I've done is uh, I'm doing a mother-daughter trip this week. Romy and I have never taken any kind of trip, just the two of us together. And uh, I left my wife at home and I said, Romy, let's go on this vacation. And so the two of us are having like a really nice uh, mother-daughter thing. I think that's pretty straight. Like yeah. I feel like straight girls do this kind of stuff with their kids. Yeah, I agree. That's adorable. You know what, you're crushing it. And I applied fake nails this morning for my child. Badly, I might add. But I did it. <laughs> she seems happy. She seems happy. Yeah. Don't worry. Kyle will help you out and get your nails right. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. They look way better than mine, for sure. <laughs> uh, our lovely assistant, Derek, has mugs for anybody who wants to give their gay assistant. Throw them at the crowd. Any who? <laughs> Who in the audience wants to share your gayest and straightest? Great, absolutely. All right, so... Tell us your name. And city. If you want. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, right to the camera. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm Nick. I'm from Salt Lake. Um, (laughs) uh, Straightest this week is I jerked off a straight guy at my house. So, (laughs) straightest thing I did was a straight guy. Um, Gayest thing I did... First thing coming to Seattle, I got a new leather harness. So, yeah. Oh, that's pretty gay. Nice. Wait, before you go, uh, where in Salt Lake City are you from? Because I grew up in Sugar House. I actually grew up in, or I'm in Orem, Utah. So. Okay. Heavenly Father. All right. Well, Heavenly Father and I love you very much. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, Another volunteer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love your hat. Hello. 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 Richard Simmons from New York. Hi, Richard. So the straightest thing I've done recently was nothing. No, was uh, I moved our refrigerator. In fairness, it was just to clean it, but to clean underneath. But I moved a refrigerator, which I'd never done before. That's very masculine. So mask. Mm-hmm. And the gayest thing was wearing a light-up turban to a tiki bar to listen to these queens. <laughs> Thank you, Norma. It's beautiful. <laughs> can I? Can I? Point of order. Yeah. It's redecorating your furniture. Actually, straight. I mean. <laughs> If you're the one that lifts the, the refrigerator. Moving. It was the butcher yeah, action yeah, yeah. of moving it. <laughs> if you Derek. didn't go get your husband to move the fridge, then yes. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to accept the judging panel, panel answer on this <laughs> yeah. one, but yeah. I'm not convinced. All right. Okay. Uh, another volunteer? Anybody want to give us your gayest or straightest? We've got free stuff. Free stuff. I'll throw in an umbrella. Wow. Great. Excellent. Oh, now they, they want the umbrella. See, now we have two. We have two For an victims. umbrella? I'm down. <laughs> My name is Dominic. I'm from Seattle. Hi, Dom. Dom. Seattle. So the gayest thing I did this week is similar to whatever the guy said, but jerked off to gay porn. That's pretty right, like a gay that's thing. That's gay, I guess. Um, and the straightest thing I did was probably uh, something Wear that do. hat. <laughs> wearing a sounders hat i have a lot of i i do like sports balls so sports ball stuff but i was gonna say uh i did stuff with my with my cars this week like cleaning oh, them yeah. and detailing them and yeah mm-hmm. like, so that's... he's got a pickup truck too <laughs> mm-hmm. and, so, and some american muscle all right enjoy your umbrella and mug and last but certainly not least one more Tyler. Oh, I know the gayest thing he's done. Look at that hat. He's wearing a nasty pig hat. (laughs) You're wearing a nasty pig hat. We know your gayest thing is, bitch. So, yeah, as Romaine said, the gayest thing that I've done. By the way, I'm Tyler from Northern California. All right, so I went and bought uh, four jock straps to come out for this weekend. So, that's the gayest thing I've done. Excellent. Is that enough, though? That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you have to have an extra one just yep. in case. You never sure. know. You have to have a backup. Exactly. Um, and the straightest thing I did was sell a manual transmission sports car to uh, a woman that may not have wanted that car. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she still bought it. It was fun. Everybody had fun. I didn't uh, have fun on the test drive, though. Oh, <laughs> God. Another round of applause for Tyler. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. 
Uh, yeah, that that's pretty much it. That's our show. So thank you to all of you for being here. We really, really appreciate it. It was great to see you. Thanks for coming out. A round of applause for yourselves. Yet another hoot and holler for Derek and Romaine for sharing this lovely stage with us today. What? This old thing? <laughs> I just want to hear about how much shame Kyle has that he does not have four new jock straps for this weekend. Oh. <laughs> Next thing I'm doing right after this <laughs> is going to be get four new jock straps. I <laughs> I'm dainty. That's. <laughs> Uh, big thank you to Hula Hula for hosting us today. Please be sure to stick around for karaoke. Tip your weight, Steph. They've been working hard for us today. Remain is going to sing, I've been promised. Um, stick around. Thanks to the folks from the audience who did their gays so straight us. It takes some bravery to come up here and share like that. So, so thank you for that. Um, and yeah, and our, the every, people who give us money. Every week we thank our super gap raisers. So I want to thank... Andrew Bugby, William Bryant, Chris Rem, John Carly, Stephen Porch, Yo Stosel, Harry Shaw, Josh Copeland, Jonathan Montanius, Wadu, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Michael Covington, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Thomas B., T Timothy Sora, Dusty Sands, A. Coleman, Chris Cachatorians, and Jerome York. That Yay! is it. Yay for the people that paid. Uh, this has been Gayish from the Chris Cachatorian Studios and the Hula Hula in Seattle, Washington. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. Thanks.